Welcome to Immersive Talks. This is Palmer Foote from Bigfoot Music and Sound hosting episodes with Jump Into the Light around the connection between immersive technologies and the human condition. Since today is our first episode together, I want to give a few shout outs. First, to Jump Into the Light, a virtual reality arcade where anyone can experience immersive gaming, art, and the latest technology. You can find out more at jumpintothelight.nyc. Co-founder Mihao and production manager Royal from Jump worked to produce this podcast and find incredible guests to be interviewed. I'm a commercial and freelance music producer, and ever since experiencing a meditation garden in VR, my worldview changed. I'm interested in examining how immersive technology influences traditional concepts of community building and idea proliferation. The scene at Jump allows people across multiple fields to present their work for a community, and I'm excited about capturing and spotlighting a few kernels in their stories. For the first episode, I got a chance to speak with Matt Bond, the founder of a music platform called Treble FM. They host events on Tuesdays in New York City, displaying the talents of artists who use and benefit from their platform. The first time I came to Jump, a treble event was going on. The energy was so powerful in the space, it actually inspired me to come back and work on a project that somehow led to the creation of this podcast months later. Please enjoy the first episode. Matt Bond, welcome to Immersive Talks. Thank you so much for having me. We're sitting here at Jump Into the Light on a Tuesday, and the first time I was here was on a Tuesday, Jump Into the Light, at a Treble FM event, and you're the founder of Treble FM, and it's just a really nice full circle back here. I've spent, you know, I don't know, eight to ten Tuesdays hanging out with all these different kinds of people, and that first night was really the night where I looked around and I saw something happening here that I've never really felt fully before. And I realized that this was the kind of reason why I'm in New York. So thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk. Oh, thank you, man. That's, uh, that's really amazing to hear. Really, uh, really appreciate it. That's yeah. exactly why we do it. Cool, man. Could you give us a little bit of background on Treble FM and, and how that came to be? Yeah, absolutely. So Treble, is, it's, it, essentially, it's an online and an offline uh, networking platform for what we like to say, like the Instagram generation of music, like this new sort of emerging wave of talent, whether that be artists, producers, engineers, um, merch designers, video directors, everything in between. Um, All those people need to connect with each other in order to create their portfolio of work and in order to essentially um, realize their full potential um, in the music industry. And what we notice is that... um, each and every one of these sort of unique inhabitants of the music space were scattered across the physical world and the digital world. And the corporate world kind of has LinkedIn, the design world has Behance, but the music world doesn't have any centralized home um, to interact and essentially call their own. Um, And I thought that it was really important for the music world to have that because um, no matter what happens in the space, you know, it's so right for disruption constantly and tech comes in and changes stuff and culture shifts. But at the end of the day, the one sort of constant in the space is that music and the music business is a people business. And so we want to come in and sort of establish an infrastructure for all the different participants of the space and all these people, no matter who they are, um, to showcase themselves to the industry and connect with the right people at the right time. What does a week look like for you at Treble FM. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a great question. I think um, so. As far as the events, um, the vast majority of them take place on t- a Tuesday and uh, and have been every single every single week for a little over a year. Um, 
the live side of the company started um, organically, almost as an accident. Um, one day we we just decided to invite a couple of the artists who were on our beta ver- the beta version of our of our networking app uh, to my apartment for like a happy hour to meet and just link with each other, check out some new designs, and uh, like 200 artists flooded my apartment and started jamming and connecting and wow. exchanging contacts. And so we just kept rolling with it. it happened to be on a Tuesday night, um, and a year later we have we've had about. 12,000 attendees, artists, and industry professionals in New York. And, um, and we've kept doing it on a Tuesday night because, number one, um, we felt like artists... Um, number one is because Tuesday nights, we felt like it was, was, there was no one does anything Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like there was no competition. And as a, as a creative, it doesn't really matter if it's Tuesday or Saturday. You know? um, and the other reason why is because um, I think a big thing that artists need and, and look for is... Um, surprisingly structure you know there's very little it's a very chaotic lifestyle to be an artist so every week sort of like Sunday football for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, our community finds a lot of value in knowing that it doesn't matter what's going on in their lives if it's Tuesday night they can come out and you know connect with their own so most of them are on Tuesdays we throw a cut co- we've, we've we did a week where we threw events all throughout the week but typically it's uh, you know going out and and parting until and and partying and and performing and jamming till two in the morning on a Tuesday night is it's kind of commonplace and being really tired and struggling through Wednesday morning meetings also commonplace. Cool. So there's there's an app component as well as the live component. Yeah. So basically the imp- the way that it works is artists go onto the platform and they basically create their music portfolio, right? So you take all your work, all your content. Um, your entire sort of digital footprint, and it's centralized into a sort of plug-and-play, easy-made easy uh, music resume or music portfolio. Uh, and then you could then filter and connect with people based on any sort of criteria you want. Um, so if I need someone to shoot a video, I could search for video directors in New York City who have worked on things that were covered in The Fader, for example, and then connect with them. Um, and so people build all these relationships digitally, um, but then the Tuesday Night Event Series is for each localized community of artists in New York and eventually in every other major city to come out and actually meet their connections that they met digital that they connected with digitally, meet them in person, uh, and just sort of congregate with the with their local travel community. Uh, so that's that's the sort of that's the ecosystem in a nutshell. We're launching our platform full scale in the beginning of the year and then going to South by and then in April we're actually gonna be um, launching our second Treble Tuesday franchise in Chicago. Amazing. So Amazing. And then from there, who knows? Wow. So that's that's a pretty amazing fact that you guys have this tech element and this this kind of – I love what you said about how, how, you know, industry professionals or business professionals have their LinkedIn and the design professionals have right. their own kind of environment that they can really right. push themselves up on. So what, what makes music – for you, how did you get into that whole uh, music scene? What what makes music important to you? I mean, I think music is um, sort of the framework of, of modern youth culture today. I think you, you know, I always joke around with my friends when I say that um, when people ask you what kind of music do you like to listen to or who do you listen to, it's they're basically saying like, I'm gonna judge you in the next like 15 seconds. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's such a it's such a, it's, it's something you associate so deeply with identity, and, yeah. and I think you know anyone who's uh, in their mid twenties, like me, growing up, like music is such a integral part of their their friendships and their lifestyle and their scene. Um, and I just always lo- wanted to pursue it. I always wanted to be around the culture, and I always f- was fascinated by 
sort of like tech, um, just how quickly it gets disrupted and how it's sort of the wild west. You know, like what we're going to see is over the next five to 10 years, uh, the sort of new, we're already seeing it, but we're going to see the sort of new infrastructure of what this, what tomorrow's music industry is going to look like. And I, I felt like it was sort of this once in a generation opportunity to get into this industry now and potentially be one of those people that can shape what this what this scene looks like for that next generation of artists pursuing it. Are you a musician yourself? Uh, I guess like some would say so. I, so and occasionally I'll get up there at the end of these Tuesdays and freestyle, mm -hmm. um, which I would do a lot back when I was a little younger. Um, I mean, I, I've I've, funneled, I've I've like kind of played around with a couple instruments here and there, mm -hmm. but. Um, I'd say treble, treble is my magnum opus at this point. Cool. Um, and I think we, you know, all of us at the company sort of are most of actually most of our hires, including our developers, are artists as well. And we sort of approach um, the way we build our platform, the way we interact with our community is as like as if it's a creative endeavor in, in a lot of ways as well. Yeah, the first time I, I was ever, like I was saying before, at a treble event was here and this community in Jump Into The Light. And what was the first time, how, you know, how did you connect with Jump Into The Light? So our buddy Ramsey actually connected me with, uh, Miha with myself, and we're always looking for unique sort of raw spaces to throw our events. Um, my, th my theory is that, um, you know, treble's events are, are are designed around um, community interaction. You know, it's it's the the attendees are as much a part of the experience as the as the talent. And one of my theories has always been that when you go to concerts, right? When you go to a concert at a venue, you don't talk to strangers. Like if I was at a sh at a Kanye show and you were next to me and I started talking to you, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like I don't know you. But if we were at a house party, then and I started talking to you, that would be a normal um, behavior. So there's something about raw spaces or spaces that aren't venues that just kind of facilitates social interaction. So we always are looking for, to throw our events at, in places like photo studios or just kind of rawer spaces. Mm. And when I met Mihao and saw the space, I thought it was such an amazing environment because on one hand, it's, it's, so, it's such an unconventional place to throw a show. Um, and it's, it's, it's so stripped down in the sense that there's no stage, you know, we, there's no, um, you know, th there's no, uh, like, ticket booth, you know, it feels underground. But the tech and all the incredible sort of visual stimulation that's going on throughout the space, it just makes it pop and it makes it, f it makes the artists feel like rock star when they, when they perform. And we could sort of project them all over the space and scan them in 3D and do all this crazy stuff. Um, so that's why we, we started, um, started work, started working with, with these guys and, you know, we've, we've thrown some amazing, amazing events here and plan to continue to. How do you think immersive content and music work together? I think that I actually feel very passionately. This is the other, another reason I wanted to work with, with Jump is because I'm, I feel very, very strongly that, um, that VR is going to be um, a tremendous disruptor to the live space, um, like unlike anything we've ever seen. I think that, um, I think that, one of the trends that VR and that treble are both um, sort of primed to to take advantage of is the fact that um, the music fan today um, prefers to go to more intimate, bespoke events than go to arena shows. Most fans have, and studies have shown this, that most fans think that they will be more likely to discover great music at a more intimate, more communal environment. Um, and I think once VR becomes ubiquitous, what we're going to see is that um, artists like Kanye West are going to be able to 
reach millions and millions of people simultaneously um, without having to go to a venue that fits millions of people. I think that's going to change the entire um, sort of lens through which the industry thinks about um, concert and experience production. And when you talk about like a like a Kanye type artist being able to reach all these people on their VR kits, are you talking about like a 360 VR and audio type of um, mic and camera dual situation where somebody can be in their VR set and look at the whole set all 360 degrees and listen to it all 360 degrees and hear the crowd and hear the uh, hear the stage and all that kind of stuff? Or Ab- you, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think that I think that for, I mean, to me, that's that's just the fact that you can do that is is tremendous. I the first time I tried VR, I was, I was before I started Treble. I was working at Vice, and Vice was one of the first companies to get the Oculus. And I, it was an old older version, obviously at this point. But I put I remember when I I put on the Oculus, and I went into the simulation where I saw a Jack White concert, and I turned my head, and the world turned with me. And it was so crazy because when I took off the Oculus, I had to readjust. Like myself to the to reality, mm. and it just changed my whole perspective on uh, tech and music integrations. So there's that for sure. I think I'm really intrigued by the opportunities as the technology grows and 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 evolves. I'm really intrigued by the opportunity for digital attendees to interact with each other and where that sort of can go. Mm-hmm. I think for my business, um, that's something we're interested in, and we definitely want to. Um, oh. start pursuing that space early. I mean, if someone on the West Coast could see what's happening at these treble FM events totally. or somebody in France or somebody in Japan or totally. something like that. There are so many cities that you would never think of that are that have incredible, vibrant, bubbling artist communities um, that a lot of artists, I think, if they knew about them, would move there or they'd pursue those scenes. So to be able to just discover and enter different artist scenes and creative scenes as an artist just by putting on a headset and just being there I think is going to be revolutionary. Have you been able to talk to anybody about incorporating immersive media into a yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. So Meow and, I, and 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 one of my partners I've actually discussed uh, shooting a treble event in VR, uh, which I would love. And what I would what I would really love to do is shoot that and then bring that to Chicago so that when we start pr- um, introducing this movement to the Chicago scene, um, allowing that that community to actually enter that scene and experience it. Because what I always tell people is treble, I can talk about treble all day, but the only way you can really understand it and, and, and feel the energy is by being there. So if we can use VR and, and, and collaborate with, with Jump to, to bring people here um, and introduce treble to that, to that market uh, through, through that experience, I think that would be tremendous. Cool. Jumping off of that, you know, what do you think the future of Treble FM and VR content could be? Well, I think I think there's there's two things that that I think um, that's that come to mind for me. The first is that um, remember earlier when I when I spoke about how the 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 tech is constantly changing in music, but the people centric uh, facet of the business this is sort of constant. So to me, the one of the reasons I think that Treble is is built for sustainability is because um, if people are a framework, then as tech changes and brings new talent into the space. Um, we can be the ones who sort of introduce them to the to the core, like human community. So, and what I mean by that is, um, you know, five years from now, every artist is going to be looking for to connect with VR 
developers and designers to shoot content. Um, we want to be at the forefront of that. We want to be the people that are the pipeline to those two worlds that are, are predominantly separate right now uh, and bring them together so that an artist who knows nothing about VR uh, or music artist who knows nothing about VR can go to treble and, and, and figure out, okay, this is, the, this is the world, here are the major players, here's the emerging talent, and vice versa. So that's one area that, that I'm interested in, is, is facilitating the people. I'll leave the tech, the, uh, the heavy-duty tech up to you guys. Cool. Um, but the other thing is, like I said, I, I, our events are, are thoughtfully bespoke. You know, they're, they're smaller, but, um, but if, small, if, the, if a smaller event doesn't necessarily have to mean smaller reach, um, then that's something that I think is very interesting to me. And what's the Red Room project that you guys are working on for uh, April? So that's that's actually what I was referring to earlier about shooting in VR and then and bringing it to, to Chicago. Um, so Mihao approached us about uh, an amazing artist who wants to um, who wants to showcase her work through through VR, um, which, like I said, I, th- I think is there's going to be a tremendous demand for. Her. So I was very interested in that. Um, and I also am excited because it's going to be the first event that first Trouble Tuesday that's being shot in VR. Um, so uh, to me, this it's it's going to be amazing to sort of introduce our community um, to the work that's being showcased at Red Room. But um, but I also think it's going to be a, our our first opportunity um, on a global scale to to bring this sort of curated bespoke experience to to artists all across the globe. Amazing. Well, I'm so happy that Treble is looking forward to the future and is actively extending themselves into this technology and also staying within the community and representing a nice ethical melting pot that, that you know, we feel safe in. So thank you so much for starting this community and, and keeping it going, man. No, and thank you, man. It's, it's, it's great to be here and it's, it's, um, it's a privilege to, as always, to, 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 to work with with a fellow innovative company like you guys, and and I, I'm so happy we've come full circle, and that you now work work with these guys, and 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 are sitting across the table for me now. Cool, so, awesome. Too many man. more. Too many more. Cheers. <laughs> Brought to you by Bigfoot Music and Sound, and Jump Into the Light. If you want to reach out to Bigfoot for commercial music interests and post-production needs, including podcasts, original music and sound, sound design, and much more, contact yo at B-I-G-F-O-O-T-E dot com. If you're interested in developing your VR and AR content, contact hello at jumpintothelight.nyc. Looking forward to jumping into the future together.